What's up? What it is, what it do? I got my man Brian the Bobby here my on man. the Jose Morales my podcast. Man. My, about time, right? About I was, to, time. I was supposed to be your first guest. How long ago? Yeah, you were. You were. And you're actually the first guest on the season two. You know, it's my season two. Yeah, I saw that. I like you, the new cover. It looks good. And you actually, so my man Brian, let me give you a little history on Brian. Brian's actually the guy that got me to, you the one who planted the first seed as far as uh, getting on the podcast. Remember? Yeah. I remember. Was like, you, 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 I think you were my first guest on my podcast. Yeah, you were like, come on, you got to get on the podcast. And I was like, uh, yeah, but you convinced me. He's actually a guy who put me up on a lot of things. So I met you now what? Two, two, two years and a half ago? years ago. Two, two, and two and years yeah. ago. You Long remember time. how we met? You yeah. Remember? Want me to give him the story? Yeah, give him the story. So this fucking guy. Sorry about this fucking guy. Let me tell you about this fucking guy. So I was looking to get uh, clothes in the gym, and I wanted to get something local. And my wife really likes his brand. And those that, if you guys do not know, Brian and Bobby. Brian and Bobby is uh, the CEO of Till You Collapse. Leggings, uh, you said everything, right? everything, yeah, Hello, everywhere. That's leggings how, are our main gig, but yeah, yeah legging, yeah, leg. He's known for the leggings because of the girls in the in the leggings, huh? Hey, I don't know what that means, Jose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Hey. And uh, but now you also have your CBD company, yeah, Vital Mind CBD. Vital Mind it's going CBD. really good. And you also do uh, coaching, coaching as well. Yeah, it's going yep. really good. Coaching as well. Yeah. Um, but. My man Brian, before we get into what we're going to talk actually, about, I'm this actually podcast. doing one more thing too. I haven't told you about. I'm opening a restaurant what? in Roseville. Oh shit! Um, <laughs> what? I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it called? it's called Everbowl. It it's called Everbowl Superfoods. So it's like a, a acai bowls, really healthy juices and stuff like that, uh, where you kind of go in there and build your own so bowl. How far along are you until you like? Is that is a. I'm a investor in that i'm a franchisee in that so that should open up in the next 60 days in roseville what so it's gonna be a really cool thing out here yeah Hell yeah so all ties so, so now, another, another thing i didn't have told you but it's too too long since we've seen each other i haven't seen this guy in a while we've <laughs> yeah. been busy so we've yeah. both been busy he's yeah. been doing some killer shit which i'm excited for uh but let me get back yeah. to the story i have to share this story before we get into the podcast yes, so this is like a little prep because sure. this is important how i met him um so, I, like I was saying, I was looking at to get clothes and stuff in the gym, and I went to your warehouse. The first one was right here in Rosewood yeah. Road. It's smaller. On Washington, one. yeah. On Washington, yeah. Yep. Uh, Washington. Right and, by the uh, police station. And I walked over there to say what's up to him. I walk in. I told him my plan. You were actually very polite and everything, but it didn't seem like you really wanted to do it. You pushed me off. Honestly, yeah, because back then, even still now, I don't do much wholesale. I yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I respect yeah. it. Yeah. It was good, right? So he, he didn't really, he it wasn't, he was said, you know, I'm in the process of moving, blah, 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 which was true. And um, that's it. I, I, he said he was in him yet when he was done moving. About a few, few months, I didn't bug him too much. Yeah. Three, four months later. I sent him another message. I'm like, hey, are you situated? Everything was going on. He's all, oh, yeah, da da da. We gotta meet up and talk. Nothing popped up. So I had I got this vibe that he wasn't really too interested. So I didn't want to push it too much, right? And then one day I was in the gym and Don's in the gym. Don, yep. And Don's here working out. And then she said, You need to hook up with my friend Brian. He has a legging company and starts talking <laughs> great things about Brian. She's like, Man, you two would get along great. <laughs> she was saying this stuff. She's like, You two will get yeah. along great. I'm like, what's the name of the company? And then he, she tells me, I'm like, man, I tried to talk to the guy like two times already, man. He didn't give me the time of day. Uh, and then she's like, no, let's go over there right now. So I went over I to the that. new yeah. uh, warehouse now with her. Yep. And we pulled up. Then we started talking. And instantly, right after that, uh, the next day you came to the gym. Yeah. 
and uh and then from there on we hit it off man we yeah, became good friends for sure really I, good friends yeah, man a lot of respect really a lot of respect we started doing a lot of things together yeah meeting up often oh yeah uh, lunch <laughs> everything uh, the local group we started yeah we did a lot of things together man and uh Honestly, I'll say it here, man. Uh, you, meeting you was probably one of the biggest blessings in my life. I appreciate that, uh, man. Because you know it, it motivated me. I was around somebody. I I'm I don't get motivated too much by individuals too much. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not that big on like. Well, you're a pretty motivated guy. Yeah, I don't get yeah. I don't get motivated by people in general. Yeah, for sure. That much. I'm I get motivated by other things, and you happen to be one of those few people that i do get motivated i really appreciate by. that man. so it was dope yeah. to be around you and um yeah we clicked right away man we're boys from the start yeah, yeah I, I i know you're just such a real person i can trust you i vibe with you there's not a lot of people especially nowadays that i feel like that so it's just it's always been like that from the get-go so it, thank you man yeah for sure I and, and i really i'm proud of you man and the thing is is like what you've done and what you're doing is amazing and i'm really proud of you because i remember just from a couple years Two and a half years ago, I remember, and I remember I came in here. I came here. You let us shoot. We shot that first video yeah, first of Amy video. in TYC in the gym. Yeah, you're right, it was Amy. Yeah, too. we came and shot her, and I saw what you were doing here, and then I just clicked with you. You were rapping at me. I'm like, I like this dude, and I was just like, and then I was just like, you know, I started spitting at you. Like, looked at your social media. I'm like, dude, you need to start making videos. People need to hear you, your story, yeah. who you are. And the thing is, Jose, listen. And then he started applying it. He took action right away. Yeah. He starts, and he's fucking, I like his videos better than mine. Like, yeah. his shit's dope. We actually, and you know what? Uh, he's very, very right about that. Because be prior to that, I didn't really use Instagram. I didn't even have Instagram, actually. Really? No. And uh, he, he was the one who got me to start sharing my story, start coming out. Because prior, prior to that, I wasn't really too big on that. And he was pushing me to do it yeah. and do it and do it. And, and then you, I started doing it, and it actually made a big-ass difference. Yeah. Huge now difference. Now look at it. Yeah, you're so killing it. So does, it does matter. Before we jump into your story, um, one of the things, the reason why I want to have you this, this month, I kind of have themes that I talk about. Um, I, I've been talking about confidence, uh, seeing who you surround yourself with. Uh, how how you find your career and what your passion is and things like that. That's the previous episodes of oh, what okay. I did. And you actually meet all those things, obviously. You are very uh, confident. I always, I mean, you have you, I know you, I know your story, but we're going to get into it. I know you said you, for a while, you weren't because you were the chunky kid. Yeah, for so sure. So we'll talk about that and how you overcame that and, and just what you, how you find your passion and what you do now and how you became the successful entrepreneur that you are now. So I wanted to talk about that. Um, before I do that, I want you to tell everyone who you are, what you do, how old you are, how old okay. you are. Tell me a little background, I mean, what you grow up. I'll, Give I'll, us a little lowdown on honestly, Brian and Bobby. Honestly, tell us, tell I, us about uh, you. You're you married, your kids. Give us, yeah, okay. Give me something. Lowdown on me is I um, barely graduated high school. Um, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. Everything that I have, I've earned with my work ethic and my me working hard that's what i've earned everything with i uh grew up born in uh orange county moved out to sac lived in sac 916 since i was two so i basically grew up out in the 916 lived here my whole life since i was two you know citrus heights sac and then roseville then now where i live now um i found my passion was fitness through a young age like you said i was a chunky kid so i was make, being made fun of when i was young i was overweight 
Um, and I just taught myself how to work out. And then through high school, I lost a bunch of weight, built a lot of muscle. And then I started training people and fitness has always been my passion, you know? So I, I was been in the fitness industry since I was 18 and I still technically I'm in the fitness industry with the fitness apparel line. Right. Um, grew up middle-class, you know, never kind of went without, wasn't super poor, wasn't super rich, had a dad who worked his ass off, came over here as an immigrant. You know, I couldn't imagine going to another country and not knowing the language and just, creating a life i mean you you came over here as an immigrant too you did it my dad did it in the 70s and um just a hustler persian salesman he you know made multiple six figures just selling but never really dreamed big never thought big so he definitely taught me work ethic and like showed me like how to hustle just non-stop 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 but he was very frugal and very little smaller minded like never dreamt big because he you know what i mean just you know which is great we lived a great life but I learned the work ethic from him, you know, um, and everything I built, like I said, I just kind of figured out on my own. You know, I, I worked, been, I started my first company eight years ago, which is until you collapse, you talked about, and um, just started not even knowing what I was doing. Started with 300 bucks, and I just knew that I had huge goals. I still have huge goals, and I just figured it out along the way. Um, and like you said, I have a family. My family is my everything, what I do it for. Beautiful wife, beautiful four children. And they're what I do everything for, man. And yeah. I'm just, I'm out here learning as I go. I try to be as real as raw as possible. I don't know a lot of shit. I'm pretty dumb when it comes to a lot of things, but I do know some things and I'm good at some things. I'm very good at hustling. I'm very good at taking action and I'm consistent. Work yep. ethic, consistency, and taking action. Those three things are really the best things I'm at, really. Other than that, there's not much I'm good at, you know what I mean? But those three things are very powerful. Anybody in any kind of business, sports, boxing, everything you do, if you work hard, if you're consistent, you take action, those three things can drive anyone to a good amount of success, right? And then yeah. you, you figure out shit along the way. And that's really what I am. And I'm not better than anyone else. I'm still the same guy when I lost everything and had nothing, you know? And I'm just trying to spread the message. Because you were in real estate for a while, I remember you saying I that. left, yeah. I left, I left, I chased I chased money. So don't chase money, guys. I, I made the mistake of chasing money, and I got into real estate for about uh, six months to a year. I left the gym industry. I got into real estate. I made a lot of money quick, like, 200 grand in two months, which, you know, at 25 years old, I'd never seen money like that, you know? Um, Explain what you mean by don't chase money. So everybody chases money. So the thing is, like, Jose's doing his passion. I know Jose's, Jose was an amazing boxer, pro boxer, right? Amateur. Amateur. Well, you could have been a pro, but. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't do it. yeah. Yeah, you didn't do it. But. I know this is Jose Passion. He fucking lives, breathes, bleeds this. I see him. I see him training. I see the, the what do you call this? My warrior program. The warrior program he yeah. created. You don't create a warrior program that no one else has done and do this kind of shit unless I know this man loves this shit. Like yeah. he, like, and I'm the same way with fitness, you know? But I chased money, and everyone wants quick money. They, they go towards something for money. They, they want the nice things, and they think, what's the quickest way I can get those things? What kind of job or what kind of career can I follow? What can I sell? What kind of business can I start? And they have no interest in what it is. And like we are talking about passion, like this is your passion. Fitness yeah. is my passion. Um, and I, I left my passion to chase the money and that's that's never sustainable long term like the thing is is you know you may make some money quick like i did but when times get tough or in in the long game when you have to do it consistently for a long time you don't do it you burn out you know your heart's not in it you know that kind of thing so um the markets turned i lost everything that's when i got you know kicked out of our house with like a baby one baby and one baby on the way all my cars were repoed i had nothing like i failed as a husband and a man and that feeling that i had when that happened 
Um, that f- I, I'm fearful of that every day, even where I'm at now. The reason why I still hustle like I have nothing and I still work and everyone's like, why do you still work so hard? Why do you still do this? Like they, they see me and they see some success for what I have. I don't see any success for what I have because I have such big goals and such big plans as far as building my team, elevating them, creating opportunities and lives for them as far as my goals for my new goals. I'm so far away from that, but I stuck with my passion. And I went back to my passion, which was fitness. And I've yeah. always been passionate about fitness. It's what I love. Like ever since I changed my life when I lost my weight. And I and then I also, I mean, I, I help people lose almost 200 pounds. Like I've changed people's lives. That passion of changing people's that's lives. That's what you love. That's what I love. You know, then I ran the gyms. I was the GM of sales for the Cal Fits in the area. I ran the gyms. And that's when I made that decision where I was like. That's what you love. I was working. I was making 150 grand a year you know, which most people think 150 K a year, that's their goal. Right. And I was making that, but I was working, you know, nine to nine, sometimes seven days a week. I wasn't seeing my family. I wasn't, I was leaving my kids were asleep, come home when my kids were asleep, miss all their sports. And we were still broke, you know, family of six, like me, four kids, wife, myself, family of six, 150 K before taxes in California. It's not that much bread. Like you're not, you're not living, like you're barely paying your bills, right? Middle class. Right. And I, you know, cars were my thing, you know, since I was a kid, I wanted those nice exotic cars. I wanted, those are the main thing. And I was like, there's no way a I'm not even seeing my family, which is my main reason behind all this. So I'm working my ass off. I'm paying my bills. I'm not seeing my family. And there's no way I can buy those kind of cars. We're broke as it is. So what can I do? How can I? I'm not educated. I didn't go to college. I barely graduated high school. My kids add and spell better than me. So I'm like, how can I elevate and make that kind of money and and see that kind of success is the only way is to be an entrepreneur, be self-employed for me at least. Right. And then how can I take that passion, guys? So if you want to do something, you have to follow your passion. Whatever your passion is, and you got it, maybe a lot of people know what their passion is, what they truly love. The problem is finding a way to turn that passion into a business. So if you love flowers, how do you make a business out of flowers? Well, yep. the flowers is an easy example. You can create a flower shop. You can do different things with flowers, flower designs. Flower, you know, that's just an example. But you have to figure out what your passion is and figure a way to translate that to into monetizing money. that. Because if you follow your passion, if you have a mission and a purpose and a message and you're truly doing that for a reason, the money will come. Because you have so much heart behind it. You have so much work ethic behind it. I know you feel the same way. I still work sometimes six days a week, seven days a week. I still work 12, 15 hour days. I don't have to at this point, but I love it. It doesn't feel like work. I know when you come in here, you're fucking grateful for it. This place is amazing. You just remodeled it. I'm so proud of you. It's fucking beautiful. This is the best place in the area, best place I've ever seen. Mm. And you're killing it because of your passion, your customers, your clients, the people you train, they feel your passion. Yeah. They feel it. You can't, you can't fake that shit. It's genuine. It's real. And you're real about it. You're in here laughing. Your personality, it's, it's fucking infectious. That's why you're killing it. That's why we're going to knock down this wall. You're going to take over that building. Like Mm. because of that, because of you and your passion, people don't understand how powerful that is. As opposed to some fucking random guy wants to open up a boxing gym for what? That's going to make, that's going to make money. That's going to be under in a year or two. If that, you know what I mean? So the same thing with me and the, and the fitness, like, you know, and I was up for a promotion at the gym. I was going to be at like a 200 grand a year spot managing, overseeing like five, six of their gyms as the district manager. 200 grand a year. Oh, that's a lot of money, right? Well, not for what I'm looking to do, right? So I 
built it up on the side. I just came up with this idea. How can I translate fitness into a business? And I came up with a fitness apparel line. It still has to do with fitness. It still has to do with health and wellness, what I love. And I started it on the side. And for a year, I literally worked probably 20 hour days, 19 hour days, you know, the gym seven to seven, saw my family for a couple hours, worked from nine to 2 a.m. on the business, like bringing the candle at both ends with my main hustle, my side hustle, building it up. And then after a year, I built it up to six figures after your gross with business, you know, six yeah. figures gross, what you what net. What was your wife saying during this time? She, she, had to she, be like, she thought I was crazy. She yeah. thought I was crazy because my wife, she's an amazing wife. Mm. She likes nice things, but she's she'd rather be, you know, all this, she doesn't need it. She'd rather have our health, our family, yeah. be comfortable. That's great. You know, it's like she likes nice things, but she's not like, she'd be happy if we just made 150K a year and we we're all happy and healthy, which is fine. That's great, right? Yeah, just but, as far as the drive and the ambition, not the same as me, right? I'm driving it. But she thought I was crazy because what I was making at the other job, but she also wanted more time for me too. And I'm yeah. like, well, you're not going to get more time from me. Like if I have a promotion and I do more at this other job, there's going to be less time. And even yeah. if like that's even possible at this point, right? And I'm like, I know you want more time for me. So me having the freedom, part of being a self-employed is we can really do what we want when we want to do it, right? Yeah. That's part of the thing. And that was the main reason behind it. That was first. So the first reason why I want to do is the freedom, being able to coach my kids sports, leave in the middle of the day if my kid has a recital, take a week, two weeks off if I want to, not having to answer to anybody. And then also the monetary was a second, you know, wanting to buy those kind of cars and have nicer things and being able to create opportunities for people and being able to go on what kind of vacations I want and stuff like that, right? So I built it up, grossing 100 grand, 110 grand after a year, grossing. So if any of you guys don't know about business, I know a lot of you guys don't. You gross, you're lucky if you net half that. So I'm going from making 150K, maybe taking home close to 100, a little over that, to grossing 100K and taking home maybe 50 to 60. So I was taking a massive pay cut, already struggling with such a big family. But I knew if I built this up, not giving it my all because the gym was taking so much of my time and effort and I saw it was working and it was building up that I had to make that choice at that point to take that leap that we all make. Mm -hmm. You made it too when you came over and transitioned to this full time is I had to go all in because there's no way you can build this to the way it is or you know you have to you reach that point where you have to go all in and I remember taking that leap and even though I was making less money and I Everyone thought I was crazy. You know, yeah. every, my family, you know, with social media, the way it was back then, just starting. They're like, you're going to sell T-shirts and support your family? Like, what are, you, what are you doing? You have a good job. You're making almost 200 grand. Like, are you crazy? Wife thought I was crazy. Family thought I was crazy. Your friends thought I was crazy. People talking shit to me. How'd everything. you handle that? Everything. How'd you block it off? I, I, I was, dude, I had a vision and I had a dream and I was going for it. I didn't give a fuck what anybody said. said. Even my own wife. You know, even your own, my own wife, you know, I respect. Did she try to talk you out of it? She didn't so much try to talk me out of it. And there was a point, like I said, when it was starting to build up and she saw the more orders coming in and more revenue coming in, she started believing in it as well. But mm -hmm. in the beginning, like it's I said. It's hard to believe because they don't see what you see in Yeah, your for sure. You know what I mean? And, and I knew I was going to make it successful no matter what. Like mm -hmm. I still am. Like there's no, there's no failure. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, so then I, I took that leap and I left. And the thing is, what people don't realize is, like, you see, I have a decent car now. I have a little bit of money. I'm living comfortably. I'm so far from where I want to be. But for the first four years, I had 
less than I had even at the gym. Like the struggle, the initial four, guys, listen to this. The initial four years was the hardest thing I've ever been through because I was making less money. I kept having more kids because you know I like to practice doing that <laughs> shit. You know I like, you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. So I kept having more kids, adding more expenses, and the company wasn't growing hugely. It was like 100K the first year, 130K, 140K, 150K. That's still gross. That's still netting less than I was even making four years prior at the gym. So I took a pay cut for four years, but I was adding expenses as my family grows, all that kind of stuff. So I was literally working 15-hour days at my business, and then I was hustling on the side, slanging shit on the side, flipping shit off of Craigslist, off of eBay, hustling shit that maybe is not the best shit to talk about hustling, doing what I had to do just to pay my bills. Yeah, to make ends meet. For four years, though. And people don't realize that's what it's taken to get me. You see where I'm at yeah. now. They most, only see they only mo- see what you're most driving. Most people now. can't handle that shit for six months because that mm-hmm. shit's not easy. Doing yeah. that for four years, and I know you about know about hustling mm-hmm. and going through the grind. Like they don't realize four years is a long time to literally being putting 15, 18 hours into something, and that's not even paying all your bills. Then you got to go worry about how you're gonna make money to keep the lights on and feed your family. I'm not talking about having nice things. I'm talking yeah. about just paying my bills. And people don't realize that. And then they see me where I'm at now. This all has happened in the last three years. It finally got to a tipping point. All the work pays off. Some businesses take four, five, six years. Some businesses take 10 years. Some businesses takes two years. It's all different for different business, different yeah, situations. Yeah. You know, but you have to go into it knowing that you don't know when it's going to happen. And if it doesn't happen, you're going to work until it does, right? Yep. So what's the plan for, uh, what is your plan for Till You Collapse from here on out? Like, do you have any future plans So Till You Collapse is continuing to grow in it, man. We um, we need a bigger warehouse. We need more inventory. So we're looking at growing and we're moving. We're going to try to move. We're just waiting until the timing is right and just continue coming out with new designs. We have new fabrics in the works trying to um, be innovators in designs and fabrics. I have a new guys line that I'm working on coming out. I just, see you dropping more guy stuff. More guy stuff. Just the t-shirts and stuff like that but I'm talking about more of a premium guys line like kind of matches up with the women's stuff that's really mm-hmm. nice um, and just continue to grow that and grow that brand and that mission and that message because you know that brand is all about empowerment, working hard. It has more of a mission and a message behind it and then a lot of random brands, you know what I mean? So yeah. there's something that means something, right? Yeah. Um, so just continue to spread that mission. And then the CBD is going good. What about the CBD? The CBD is going great. Just continue to grow it. Um, Brent's doing good. Brent's my partner in that. Yeah. He's doing great. We're, we're He's a great partner. We're growing it good. It's going What's really the difference good. between, because there's hella CBDs out there. What's the difference between yours? Well, the difference you... is ours is there is hella CBDs. Yeah, I, I've a, seen it more and more now. Oh, and it's, a lot it, because more. it's easy to do, right? Mm-hmm. Just like there's a lot of t-shirt companies. T-shirt yeah. companies are easy to do. The difference is our quality of our product. Um, our product is a lot higher quality for what we produce, what we test. A lot of these companies don't get tested. And also, we do higher strength. So the thing is a lot of companies they want to just say they're cbd and they do like five ten milligrams lower strength shit and that really doesn't do much for most people you you take it but it's not even an effective amount so like with any supplements workout supplements anything if you don't take an effective amount what's the point right so we have we have higher strength products than really most companies on the on the market and our our quality is very high we're more of a premium brand and our customer service you know me with tyc anything i do it's got my name behind it so the customer comes first every customer is my number one customer like Mm -hmm. i cherish everyone and i value everyone and a lot of companies and people don't see them like that and like 
I'll always be like that. Any company I have, that's it. Because without them, I have nothing, right? Yeah. So that's just the customer service. That's and the other thing you're doing. You started doing the coaching, right? The coaching is going really good. So like, you know, you and I, we started that, you know, local entrepreneur yeah. group, which is cool. We got a lot of people on board with that. But, and then I went to the one-on-one more private coaching and that's going really good. I've helped a lot of people, um, reach a lot of goals. I actually started, I'm coaching a, a professional athlete for the first time. So it's kind of cool at that level, elite level coaching someone like that. Yeah. Um, what, it, what does he do? Uh, he he, uh, he played for the Giants. He won huh? two World Series actually. What? So yeah, he's a Bad Giants ass. baseball player. Yeah, he played. And now he's there. looking to do his own. He uh, started a clothing brand. So he started. Yeah. So a lot of people. Uh, I've had people. You know. So most of them are close. Uh, some of them. Some of them. But that's a smart thing to do because if you want to be coached by someone, coached by that's someone that like it. somebody that wants to become a good boxer comes to you. Yeah. Somebody want to come to you to coach them how to be a t-shirt start a t-shirt company. So it's smart for them. I get a lot of apparel companies. Probably 80% of the people that coach with me have apparel companies or want to start one. Yeah. There's how, been some How is it doing that? What do you yeah, like? I love, I lo- here's the thing, man, and I tell them this too is I really enjoy doing it because you remember I did it for like a year for free. So mm-hmm. what I did is um, I always want to add value. I want to always over deliver. I don't want to like, you know, I don't want to under deliver. So I, I did coaching for a year for free just to kind of learn the ropes, kind of see how it is and, and just make sure that all my systems were in place the right way and stuff like that. Practice. Yeah. Practice basically. And then, and then I started monetizing it and it's going really good. Um, and it's just, it's crazy dealing with these people because they just, it's a lot of it's accountability. You know what I mean? Like they need someone to hold them accountable. And half the time they even kind of have an idea what they do. They just need someone to tell them and push them. To the do right it. Thing. Yeah. And here's the thing too. Like I don't know a lot and I tell them that and a lot of people out there coaching people don't even actually have businesses. Like their business is coaching. There's a lot of people on Instagram and social media, all these coaches, all these business entrepreneur coaches they have never even really built a real business and their business is coaching and they're just trying to teach you out of stuff they've read for books. Yeah, yeah. Like, so they're not really, not that they've done it, they're just telling you just to tell just you. Just like just like a college instructor, a business college instructor. That motherfucker's never owned a business. Why are you going to listen to what he has to say? He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's just reading something out of a textbook. Yep. Same thing where I've actually experienced what I teach you. I never, I tell him, I'm never going to tell you something I don't know. Like if I don't know something, I'll be, I don't fucking know. Like all I talk about, and the same thing with the videos I make, it's all on experience because that's real. There's too yeah. many fake people out there trying to talk about shit they haven't done or speak on stuff they don't know about. Like, or, Stay in your or, or they're doing things because they see someone else doing and having success. For sure. With and that, that's not genuine. You have yep. to stay in your own lane yeah, and be real lot, to what I've you seen do. A lot of those. And, yeah. And the thing is, is like, I make decent money from it, but I make a lot more money from my companies. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is the companies are doing great. We're growing and building them. But as I hire people on, and I used to do everything for the companies, and now my roles are less as you bring on people that do a better job in certain areas and than I even do. That's why I hire him, right? Like Scott does way better videos than I did. Anthony does way better ads than I did. Like the girls do better packing and shipping and customer service than I used to do, right? Like yeah. that's why you bring them on, you build them, you mold them, you give them opportunities. But I'm, I was finding that I had more free time and I actually enjoy the work. I love fucking work. So this is a good feeling for me because it keeps me busy. It keeps me motivated. It keeps me doing something, right? Yeah. And, and and the thing is, like I said, my time is better spent other places, but I also want to give back because part of the coaching, you know how I am. I'm positive. I want to see everyone win. Like, there's enough money out there for all of us. Like, I'm trying to help 
entrepreneurs win. Like where a lot of people are like negative and they're like hating on people. They want to see them lose. They want to compete. Like, no, let's all fucking win together. Like, come on. And so I, I'm trying to help people win is what I'm trying to do. And give my time back to do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. And it's going good. It's going really do you, good. Do you have a plan that what do you plan on doing with coaching? Like you plan on doing more or keep it the same? Um, I would your, like to bring, your, I would like to bring, you know, it, it's definitely time consuming. You figure oh, my yeah. calls are about an hour long. And sometimes in a day, if I have three or four hours, that's three or four hours of calls I have. That's out of my day. It's a lot of hours out of your day. So I definitely found just spacing them out the right way, scheduling them. Um, I also... Um, change my prices because in the beginning i wasn't charging enough so mm-hmm. I, I changed them up it's, it's a pretty penny and i'm definitely worth it and the people are getting value from it um and it's going good like i said just spacing out my schedule and i definitely want to just keep it consistent i'd like yeah. to speak more um i'd like to get speaking gigs and stuff like that i'm writing a book so i'm writing a book what the fuck? Yeah. I don't know about yeah. that. Yeah, I'm writing a book about my story and kind of like stuff like that I so that. yeah so i'm just trying to elevate and just do that and get into speaking we'll and get stuff into like that, that. What made me get into anything? No, what you know? made you want to write a book? Like, how did that come? How did um, that idea come about? Just because, honestly, you should write a book. Oh shit! <laughs> you should write a book. You have an amazing story. You should yeah. write a book. Here's the thing, man. A book nowadays is almost like your business card, and it's not too hard to do. And the thing is, is like think about it as just adding validity and accountability um, to what you've done. You know what I mean? And it's just like I said, it's not too hard to do, and. I, I think you should do it. Just like I push you to do videos here. It's first time, like you hearing me writing a book. I'm in the process of doing it. It's not too hard to do. Um, and you have something. Obviously, I know your story. Like mm. your story is amazing. Even that backstory, whatever you want to talk about in the book, it will motivate and inspire people. Just like your videos do. It's just another way. Just think of it as a different avenue as a video. Yeah. Or a longer video or something. You know, some people, and the thing is, some people process it like Different. that. Some yeah. people uh, connect better. You know, than audio, that. visual, all that kind of shit. So that's just the same difference. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, it's just, you should. There's no reason why you shouldn't. I would yeah. read your book. Yeah. I didn't know you were writing a book. Yeah. That's so, tight. that's cool. Um, uh, I was going to say something about that, about the, the book, because I saw McGroom did that, too. Tyler, yeah, Tyler right? did. Tyler, Tyler did. did. Yeah, Tyler's yeah. blowing up. That guy's yeah, he is. Yeah. Hey, Tyler's tight. Yeah, he's doing good. Uh, I want to share a story about you. Okay. Uh, I, don't, I don't even think I've told you this. No. So, like, as you can see, he's influenced me on a lot of things. He influenced me on podcasts, videos, and all this. And now he's trying to influence me on a book, fucking guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, my man, Brian, uh, we went to St. Louis together. Remember we went to St. Yeah. Louis? Oh, yeah. We went to St. Louis. I actually never even told him this, but I, I wanted to, I've been saving this story because I wanted to tell <laughs> oh you God, this I'm in person. I'm excited. And I wanted to have this on the podcast because okay. this is huge. Okay. So you guys hear this guy talking already. You you hear how he is. Obviously, he's a very motivating person. He's a very uh, inspirational. To me, uh, he, he's inspirational. His, um, uh, his story, not just his story, but the way he delivers everything and the way he talks about it is just, it's hard to be around this guy and not get motivated. Like, if you hear this shit and you're not motivated, I don't know, it's, you may have to check yourself because it's weird. That. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, being around him prior to me knowing him, like the way I know him now, you may feel like, you're like, ah, maybe the guy's full of himself. Maybe the guy just, uh, he, he just likes to talk about himself. Or maybe the guy just, he's just a cocky guy. I people tell say the same about me, so I uh, and and I'll be real. When I first met you, I kind of had that feeling, but I wasn't hundred percent sure. I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know if I can. 
I can really trust this guy. I wasn't positive, right? And this is where St. Louis kicked in. And let me tell you why. So when I went to St. Louis, we went to St. Louis because it was an Arte Syndicate. And uh, again, he got me into this Arte Syndicate group, entrepreneur group. I'll I'll talk about that afterwards. Um, But it was in St. Louis. And the reason why we went there is because Brian was one of the original founding of the group. So going into this, I didn't know Brian was this big. I mean, I knew he was big, but I didn't know it was this big. Brian, when we get there, how many people were there at the event? A thousand. A couple thousand yeah. people. And this guy is like a celebrity there. Like all the people know him. Uh, he, he, you you go on the call, so people from all over yeah. the nation see you there. Like this guy is like a celebrity. So before I went there, I told I told my wife this. I said, this is where I'm going to see who Brian really is. Like right here is where we're going to realize, is he really uh, that close-ass friend that he says he is? Is he really that person that's, that he claims to be? I'm about to find out. I told her that. And I before going, this is what I envisioned happening. This is what I pictured. <laughs> I, I pictured. I'm smiling hella big. I love this. I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm, I'm, I, I like this, hearing it. This is what I pictured. <laughs> I pictured going to St. Louis and we're tagging along with you and then as soon as we get there you see all the arte people and you ghost you disappear that's what i pictured (laughs) okay i pictured that this was gonna happen so i get there and the whole time brian is right there with me the whole time motherfucker never left me of course and then and then He's he this guy obviously like I said he's one of the founders so he was around all the big we all the big all the big people in the group and here comes my little Mexican ass riding around <laughs> with him right and and it was just it really it really hit me the fact that he introduced me to everybody he had me sit down at the table with him he was I was with him the whole time he never yeah. once uh, brushed me off or kept me he was I was right there with him yeah. um, and one part one part I don't even remember we were having breakfast I remember this hella, hella clear and it was you Tyler I think it was I think it was uh, Alex yeah the little guy yeah remember yeah uh, and it was somebody else but it was you three and you three are all part of the of the founders yeah. of it the, the original group and you guys were all getting food, and there's this um, couple. They were asking you questions because they knew you. They seen you on the calls, and they were talking to you. And then when they were talking to you, they were just looking at me, standing next to you. And they not once, never not once, asked who I was. Nothing. They say shit to me. Yeah. Because they didn't know me, but yeah. they knew you. And then right after that, they saw Tyler, and they started asking Tyler questions. Well, you guys happened to sit at the table together, and guess where I was at. I happened to sit with you guys. Yeah. So that I, I find it hella funny because once we were done eating, I walked away uh, and I was going to my room and they saw me, the same couple saw me in the elevator and they were like, yo, how do you know them? They're starting yeah. getting quick. Yeah, like, yeah. who the fuck are you? Why are you hanging out with <laughs> yeah. them? And they started asking me questions. And I just thought, I thought it was hella funny yeah. that prior to that, yeah. they didn't say shit to me. But as soon as they yeah. saw me with you, Tyler and Alex, now they started yeah. asking me questions. But I just wanted to say uh, from the bottom of my heart, bro, I thought that was a solid-ass time, bro. Of course, man. And you were, you were, you were, you were just a solid friend throughout that time. And then That's, from there, my yeah. respect from you went even I higher. Like, my respect that. for you was already high. Yeah. But 
Seeing that, that, that I was man. like, man, Brian, Brian's my brother, man. man. So I, I'm not I, like that. Yeah. I really wanted to yeah. share that story. I, like I thought that. it. I thought it was. Nice. I thought it was. I dope. appreciate that. Yeah. Well, that's that's who I am, man. Yeah. You know, and I get it though. You thinking like that because that's how a lot of people are. Just like those people you said that saw you didn't give you the time of day, but yeah. then then they talked to you because they saw. That's how most people are. Exactly. They're worried about what other people think or the perception. I don't give a fuck. I roll with you. I roll with you to the end. Like mm-hmm. that's who I am. Like I said, I I honestly don't have that many close friends, and mm-hmm. I know we don't spend that much time together but i consider you a close friend yeah there's not many people i trust with like i need to bury this body and shit like that mm-hmm. but honestly like you're one of them and there's yeah. not maybe and i just we just have that connection yep. and there's not many people i have that connection with because there's not a lot of real motherfuckers like us around around these parts anything like yeah. everyone, everyone has some kind of um What's the word I'm looking for? Some sort of motive. Like somebody wants yeah, to be your mo- friend. For a reason. They want to use to get you for something. something. They want to get like I don't want to get anything out of you. Anything mm-hmm. I want to help lift you up. And yep. I know you're the same way with me. Like exactly. you know, and that's how we've always been from the start. I think that's why we get along so well. Yeah. Because I I told my wife too. Like prior, I'm like you know what's crazy? Like Brian and I are hella different, and hella the same at the same I, time. Exactly. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. Is yeah. as crazy <laughs> as it sounds. It is. It's like we're hella different, yeah. but then we're the same at the 100%. same time. Yeah. Um, and, and I feel that too. Yeah, I have because yeah. we are we're like different in the same. Oh yeah. Which which that's why we vibe vibe so well For together. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, another thing I wanted to tell you, I wanted to uh, also say thank you because uh, through you I actually connected with a lot of people, so you know that's I made awesome. a lot of connections, and I hope that people that are listening to this, uh, get that that literally me being consistent to meeting with this guy, him getting to know him. Like you, there's so many ways you can get in contact with people now with Instagram, yeah. which is pulling up yeah. on their spot, and uh, that consistent me of me bugging this guy to get his clothes in For here. Sure. Finally, <laughs> uh, it made it happen. But on top of that, we I ended up. Be, uh, and here, a, here's a the funny thing: friend about him, he did get my clothes in here. And he did well, and he's still trying to get more, and I'm still dragging my feet. Even that, even now, same thing. Like he's asked for more, and we haven't really even got more. Just keeping it real, because that's what me yeah. and Jose do. But the thing is, is the friendship and the connection we have is worth more than any of that, right? Yep. And and that's the thing. Hey, is, uh, you know what's funny? The first time Chatty came in here, yeah, uh, Chatty came in here the first time. It was like two years ago, and uh, she came in here, and as soon as she walked in, she saw the clothes, the T collapsed clothes, and she's like, "Wait." Brian lets you have his clothes here? She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah. She's like, Brian's hella picky. Yeah, I don't. She's like, how don't, the hell did you yeah, do that? I don't do that. Like, I don't know how I yeah. did it. And honestly, the only reason I did is because our connection of who you are. Yeah, I was like, like, I'm like, that's when I started believing. I'm like, maybe he does like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously. Yeah. So I don't no, do it anyway. Yeah. yeah, my my wife loves you. Yeah. That's literally how I found out about you. And then after that, a whole bunch of people. I mean, yeah. you're you have those that have not tried this or looked at his stuff, man. His clothes, his shirts. I wear, I rock your stuff yeah. all the time. The shirts, I appreciate it. Uh, uh, but yeah, the quality, the the the, the message behind it yeah. is dope. Everything yeah. about it is is super tight. Um, I wanted to ask you. So I know you, we you had you had, you had to have people along your life sometimes that were bad influence. And you were really close to them at some time, or like maybe your best friend, you maybe your brother, your cousin, your neighbor, or somebody you were close to, that you were really you were really close to. It was hard to let go of them, distance yourself, but you knew that person was bad for you. Do you have any person like that that you had growing up, or you or not growing up? Maybe in your friends. How did you distance yourself from them? Honestly, I, I was curious I, because everyone that's successful has a, a different way to. Some people are 
like me, I think uh, my vision was so tunnel vision that I didn't really yeah. even pay too much attention and to that's it. That's kind of how I was, man. I didn't have anyone super close trying to steer me in the wrong direction. Honestly, I've I've been, I wasn't that very social. Like mm. I've honestly been on alone. Like from 18 to you know when i got married like not much time like 18 to 22 23 when i met my lady like that that time i was very social but like before that honestly i was really and you see me now you see how i am i was really shy and kind of quiet that kind of stems i think in the confidence with the fitness and everything like that like yeah. in high school like i didn't even fucking i didn't lose my fucking virginity till i was like 18 <laughs> i swear to god bro i don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck i didn't 17, 18, like, I know you've been banging Naga since you were young, I would assume. I would assume, but like I said, here's the the thing, though. (laughs) I keep it real. Like, that's how I was. Like, I came out of my shell late, but now I'm totally different, right? But I I built that, and I I worked up to that, right? So the confidence was probably a big thing for you. For sure. Because this one thing that I found interesting, I remember you told me you kind of, you train yourself to teach yourself how to bodybuild. You said you read an Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, book, right? Yeah, that book. 18, 800 pages. Yeah, I read it. This Front guy, listen to this guy. <laughs> this guy wanted to be, he wanted to be fit so bad yeah. that he he read an Arnold Schwarzenegger book on, on weightlifting. 800 pages at 13 years old. That's how bad he wanted to be in shape. Yeah. So don't give me no excuse yeah. that you're fat and you don't know what to do. Yeah. If you want it bad yeah. enough, you find a fucking way. Yeah. But that that just that shows you like at that age, I kind of had that work ethic instilled that, in me. Because yeah. most kids that age aren't going to read a book that big and teach them how to do something like that. You know what I mean? Like you get people now that they have to take like the personal training course to mm-hmm. try to figure out how to work out. No, I did that shit 12, 13 years old. Yeah, that was and that was even easier. You got YouTube. And I know shit back out. then there was none of that. So, yeah, so you were reading books when there was no. So YouTube. yeah, so, so back to the original question. I've been kind of tunnel vision. There have been a lot of influences when I got older and was partying and stuff like that. But I always had really, um, I'm really dedicated and really um, driven. Like you know, bodybuilding and fitness and the, it takes the, a lot the of diet, discipline. That discipline, like you know, with boxing, it takes mm-hmm. discipline when you train for stuff like that. It's yeah, all discipline. So that's all you're focused on nothing else matters like you know and that goes with business too and that's another reason why i've been successful, successful. in business is the, the fitness and business boxing all that kind of shit plays together if you use the same principles you'll be successful in all of them yep it's uh, man i tell people that all the time yeah. it's the same shit it same is. shit just different game yeah you just apply it differently same shit different game that's the thing man i agree how, uh so how long were you overweight when you said you were fat like how long what period of your life when did well, you start so getting in shape from probably when i was like nine ten years old till i was 15 16 i mean even 16 i was i was still kind of chubby. Like 17 18 is really when i got in shape i mean i lost a bunch of weight between like 13 and 15 so probably you were lost. the guy you probably the guy that in high school you were all fat and then after you're like fuck oh damn right oh he ripped it's, now it's, oh it's hilarious like all the hot girls from high school that yeah. like i wanted like after high school they all were hitting on me like they saw me yeah, like, like hey and i'm like fuck bitch. you yeah, yeah like yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah, what i mean the time like, of day before, for sure but now you exactly to... exactly 100 oh, yeah. that, that probably was a good 100 so but then like you see me now like recently i lost like i've gone i've gone i've gone i've gone up and down with my weight my whole life like it's something like i said for me it's something i always struggle with like i probably gained and lost 40 pounds five six times in my life you know what i mean like like you see me now yeah, last like, time i saw you like you i was 230 30, 40 pounds yeah. more than where you are now and now i'm 198 pounds 200 pounds you know but here's the thing and you look fucking good man i appreciate it man for i real? feel good i guns. feel i feel good you know what i'm saying but um my mind the way I, like the way my mind is now 
like my mindset, you know, with everything I've learned and self-development I've done in the past three, four years, RT and all that kind of stuff, like I'll never get back to there. Like this is my point right now. Like I feel so like when you're, when you feel good, like you, you I'm, I, I feel like unstoppable right now. Like my businesses are all going crazy. My fitness is at its peak right now. Well, not peak, but I'm doing okay. And like I'll never gain that 30 to 40 pounds back because my mindset and the way I feel so powerful right now, like this is it for me. Like if anything, I'll just maintain this. So it's a kind of crazy feeling that I've never had in the past when I did, like I've said, I've gained it and lost it again. So that's just kind of where I'm at now. Like this is it. It plays a big role when you're not in shape, your mind, you don't perform the same way. Mm-mm. Yeah, I agree. When I, if I'm like, I've been times where I don't do shit for a couple of weeks and the way my business and the way I am, the way I performing everything is not the same when when i work out that morning yeah or when right? i run i fucking feel amazing even though i probably w- uh, i had to spend more time of my day working out and all that but yeah. it, it pays for it in a different way yeah oh yeah, yeah it all sure. ties together it does for sure and that's why like fitness is so huge for me like i i advise everybody to be get into fitness and work out and exercise because that confidence that bleeds into everything your business everything right like yeah you 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 perform different when you're feeling good about yourself versus when you feel shitty yeah it's just uh, one of the things that i do like when i when i go on to hire a trainer here or something i've made the mistake in the past where i hire a trainer where they are not in a good mental state mm. you know what i mean Regardless of how much they know knowledge boxing wise or whether they whatever they can know everything boxing, but if they're not in a good place themselves mm-hmm. mentally, physically, yeah. emotionally, whatever, they can't perform in a good way, and yeah. that starts like you said with working out. Yeah. you got to be in a good place. Well, otherwise, 100%. you're not gonna care for somebody that you're training if you're not in a good fucking place 100%, yourself. Yeah. So yeah, 100%. you know that. Yeah. Um, I always do. If you if you were Listen, talking. You get to talk to a nineteen, twenty-year-old right now. What what tip would you give this nineteen, twenty-year-old? I do all the time. I'm, I'm, a lot of my employees are twenty yeah. years old, nineteen. So what, what do you tell that so, nineteen, twenty-year-old, twenty-one-year-old? So what, what do you tell I, this dude, young I, young guy I, or female? And, and the same thing. I kind of we've kind of touched bases. I tell them that nothing great comes quick or easy, and that's the main thing. Everything is fucking hard, and also everything's on you. Like everything is on you. If you don't mm. like the way anything is going in your life, any relationship, any employee, anything's not living up to your standards. It's not anything else's fault but you, because you yeah. control how you you control how you how you control that. You control how you hold them accountable. You control the actions you take, and that's the thing. Is I just say it's going to be a lot of hard work. Nothing replaces hard work. You can't take shortcuts. You can't get around hard work. It's going to be hard work. It's going to be a long time. You're going to have to do this shit over time. There's no quick fixes. It's not going to happen quick. No matter what they fucking tell you on Instagram, it's not easy and quick. That's what they tell you because they're trying to sell you something. It's long and hard. You know what I'm hey. saying? <laughs> no, I'm joking. You know what I'm saying? See, that's no. how you know we get along. Like, hey, <laughs> no. That's how you know we're friends. But uh. that, and then like I said, just taking accountability and stop making excuses. There's no excuses. Like, yeah. you're not where you want to be. It's on fucking you. you. Hey, that's man. it. I tell people that. Yeah. Shit, it, 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 me all these yeah. Like, like, I don't give a fuck. We all have 24 hours a day. You see my videos. Like, I post this shit on Instagram. Like, I post, like, working a 15-hour day and then doing... The fucking cardio at fucking 
11 at night and then I'm up at 5 a.m. doing the same cardio again. Like I'm still doing that shit at 38 years old with four kids and four companies. Like if I can do it as busy as I am with what I have going on, mm. your fucking ass can do it with a nine to five job with all the free time you got in the world. Yeah. Like that's what I'm, tr- I'm trying to show people like stop making excuses. Like there's 24 hours a day. There's, there's, I mean, there's plenty of time to get shit done if you actually do it. Right. Yeah, you want to. So that's it, man. This is the basics, and then they're all the same. But it's just the basics work, right? You mm-hmm. you build on those pillars. Keep it simple. That's it. You don't need to do it's no very fancy. simple. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna get into some random questions now. Okay. You ready for some yeah. random questions? Where's your favorite restaurant in this area? My favorite restaurant in this yeah. area? I say Tang's. Tang's. Yeah. We're about to go. Uh, we're about to go to Tang's. I'm excited. I hope he's working because I want to give him a hug. <laughs> Tang's a G too. Yeah, he's good. Been a, if you haven't been a Tang's, Tang's for a G's sure. A and dude. that's like I said, he's, he's he's got a good story too. Oh yeah, he's got a good hustle. The food is good. Yeah, he's a good man. And good you can tell man. he's passionate about it. It's passionate about like we talked about. Yep. He 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 like it pours over, right? You have not been a Tang's sushi. Yeah, you got go there. The homie Tang. Tell him you want uh, the Persian discount. <laughs> he's gonna get. <laughs> he's gonna get pissed. He's gonna be like, <laughs> 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 all right. What do you prefer, Starbucks or Dutch Post? I hope I don't. Really, I mean, I like black cold coffee in the so morning. It don't matter. You like yeah. you. You like. Your I haven't coffee really like had that. Spray. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I haven't had. I mean, Strong I have. I have, I have Starbucks more than Dutch Bros because there's none really by me. Man, but, there's one by you. Not that close. Oh, but you, you're going away because yeah. you come from. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. But honestly, you're you're asking a guy who really drinks. I drink leftover coffee that's sat in the coffee pot for one to two days in the morning. So that's you. You uh, may. It sounds nasty. I don't need I mean, coffee. I'm in just general, saying. Though. Yeah, I don't need to drink. You're coffee. acting me. I'm not nasty. bougie about my coffee. I just drink it for energy. Okay. So, you 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 like the bangs though, huh? Yeah, I gotta stop drinking those so much. Fuck. Yeah. Every time I go over to the until you collapse, <laughs> I open the fridge and the homie got bang yeah. bangs for yeah. days. Yeah, I got. I think you're the first one to give me to drink a bang. I yeah. never drank one. I remember you were this guy. He's like, I'm not drinking. I'm not. I'm, I'm trying. Hey. hey, I've tried to get Jose to drink. I've tried to get him to smoke. I've tried to do plenty. No. He's like, no, I don't do any of that shit. And then I gave him a bang and caffeine hit him. You should just see his eyes light up. Hey, remember you got me on some fucking thing to gain muscle, bro. Fucking, <laughs> I was like, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked you up. Huh? Oh, I, I did one day of that shit. I said, fuck that. Yeah. That shit got me hella paranoid. Yeah. I was Didn't paranoid. you say you got winded too? I, yeah, I got it. I started getting hella tired. I'm like, man, I can't even run no more. Fuck that. I don't even know what it was. It was man. the SARMs. Yeah, fuck that SARM yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> the system is so clean. He takes that shit for two days and he thinks he's dying. Hey, <laughs> fuck with me. I, took, I think I took it for like three, you did. You took three four days. And... Man, I started mm. feeling difference in the way I was running when I was running, yeah. my breathing, huh. and then uh, what else? It was like you said your head too, my yeah. Head, yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, <laughs> fuck this shit. I gave it back to you guys. I said, fuck this, whatever this. I is. think you got it from Brent, didn't you? I don't know, no. but I, oh. I, I think it yeah. Was Brent. I said, fuck that. That's All right. Funny. How can people connect with you, man? How, if if people want coaching from Brian or the want be- to follow here, with you, the how the best way to connect to me is just my Instagram. It's at Brian Nabavi, my first and last name. That's the easiest way. I, I answer all DMs. I respond to everything. Um, it's important to me. Like you said, you connected to me, you know, and, and you've 
got a lot from it. Well, I've gotten a lot of our relationship, but the thing is, is I'm accessible. I don't give a fuck how successful I get, how big I get. One of the things that's true to me and true to who I am, because I've had nothing and I've earned all of this, mm. is I'm never going to be too good to respond to a random DM or to take at least five, ten minutes out of my time if somebody wants to come shake my hand or ask me a question or whatever. I'm never going to change that. So I'm always going to be there, you yeah. know, as far as accessible. Because, yeah, like I said, I'm never going to be a motherfucker. I don't give a fuck how yeah. successful I become. I'm not going to be the guy. Like, oh, yeah. I talk to my assistant. Like, motherfucker, you don't need an assistant. Fucking yeah. handle the shit. So, yeah. well, the podcast usually always drops on a Monday. Okay. What is your Monday ritual? Do you have any Monday ritual? I have a, my rituals like clockwork every day basically seven days a week yeah that's one of the most powerful things that's helped me be successful is just that consistency every day i wake up at 5 a.m um i spend five to ten minutes of gratitude and meditation just really gather my thoughts and gather you know why i'm doing what i'm doing and thankful for what i'm doing um i have my my coffee in the morning and then i do my exercise i i do my exercise and i and i think and i actually start working as i'm exercising i start working right there um and that's Monday through Sunday. I mean, same thing. It's about a two-hour routine, um, and it's no wavering. It doesn't waver. So you never sleep in? No. No sleeping. I mean, I try to sleep in like... You take naps? No. No sleeping no, in? I don't sleep much. I probably sleep five hours a night, if that, Monday through Sunday. And I you go to bed late also? I go to bed pretty late. I go to bed probably 11, 12. I go to bed pretty late. So you never get tired? Uh, I mean... What's the sleepiest you ever been? I mean, I'm pretty tired. Like, there'll be times I come... Here's the problem. I come home, I'm exhausted. I'll sit on the couch and I'll pass out at like 8, 9 p.m. I'll just pass out on the couch because I'm exhausted, right? And then I'll wake up and then I kind of have a burst of energy. So I'll wake up, I'll go to sleep. I'll pass out 8, 9 p.m., sleep for 30, 40 minutes. Oh, fuck, I'm asleep. I wake up at 9, 30, 10, and then I got one or two more hours because I got like, a, I'm back awake. Yeah, so, so you do take a nap. Yeah, I guess. That's okay, a okay, a fucking 30 minute <laughs> nap. You call it a nap. I think nap, I think like go to the middle no, of the day. No, I take like, nap. Like, okay, like yeah. I take power naps. I take 20 minutes, 30 minutes nap. Okay. I do like 20 minutes. Okay. And I do it in uncomfortable places. Oh, really? So I take naps like in a, like in my couch. Okay. A place where I know I'm going to get yeah, my, yeah. my son's going to sure. smack me yeah, in the yeah. car or something. I'm going to yeah. for sure wake up. So that's kind of. I can't take a nap in my bed. Like if I go oh, in my bed and sleeping. under my blanket, I'm out for okay. hours. Not that. But I take See, a I can't nap like that. Like if I try to nap, like I've I've tried it plenty of times. Like, oh I want to fuck I'm I don't feel good. I'm tired. I want to mm. take a nap. I go to my bed in the middle of the day. It's sunny. I go lay there. I can't go to sleep. Yeah, my head is just I can't. The reason why I can't is because fucking I got. I I get up at three a.m. Oh yeah, you get up early. Yeah, I get up at three a.m. I'm in the gym by four already. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So like my days, my my I get up hella early. Yeah, you do. So and you go to bed when? I go to bed around ten. Yeah, that's fuck. That's a long day. So yeah. you're the same as me then. Yeah. So I take little power and naps. And, and and it's quick though. It's just. And here's the thing: on the weekends. I don't set my alarm, but a lot of times I wake up even before my alarm. I'm in such a routine that like, even on the weekends, I don't set an alarm. I want to get a couple hours of sleep longer and start yeah. the day later. Um, sometimes I'll sleep in until six or seven, but a lot of times I just wake up. And once I wake up, I'm up. You're good to go. It just depends. Like if I drink, then I'll sleep in until eight or nine, but I don't drink normally. So that's the only thing that may puts me out. Cool. Yeah. All right. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to add no, to this? Man, I just want I just want to add that like I said I'm very proud of you. I respect you a lot, man. Like I said, yeah. I don't um 
around this, not just around this area, but just in the day and age we live in, I feel like there's more fake people than ever right now. Mm -hmm. More people trying to be something they're not. More people just trying to create fake friendships and relationships um, just to get something out of it. But like I said, I don't have many close friends because there's not that many real people anymore. Or, yeah. there, I mean, I guess there's never been, but now it's more blatant than ever. It's worse now than ever, you know, but mm -hmm. I really respect and value you and our friendship, man. And you know, I'm there for you no matter what you need. I'm here. Right. Appreciate and that, it's baby. real. And I'm just really proud of you to see what you've done over the last couple of years. Like, and I know that you're just getting started, man. And yeah. you're inspiring and motivating a lot. Your story, your videos are great. So just keep doing what you're doing, man. Appreciate you. Great. Me. It means yeah. a lot, bro. Yeah, for sure. Seriously. Appreciate you saying that. Uh, it's definitely unreal. I try to yeah. tell people all the time. It's, it's definitely crazy, but right. especially and here's the, here's the thing: you fucking earned it. Yeah, you did, it, right? Amen. And be proud of that too. Be proud of it. I hope you're proud of it because you, yeah. you fucking done a lot. Yeah, I try and to. you're changing people's lives, mm -hmm. right? You're doing yep. something great. You're getting them fit. Yeah. You're making them feel good. You're teaching them how to box. You're doing a great thing, man. Yeah, I enjoy doing what I yeah, do. Yeah, I know you do. Probably. You love it. Yeah. Yes, sir. I appreciate you saying that. Of B. course, man. It means a lot. I mean it. Yeah, you know, you guess. know I mean it. Nalgas, thank yeah. you. Don't get me going. <laughs> All right, y'all. <laughs> hey, uh, B, thank you for being on here. Thank you for saying that. I appreciate you. Um, everyone that's listening to this, if you need to get somebody, man, that I recommend that coaching if you're looking to start your company, your apparel. I mean, that's dope. If you're a female, check out his clothes. Those athletes with pains, check out some of that CBD, and yeah. then we'll check out your restaurant when it's open. Appreciate you, man. And those that like to read, we'll get your book. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be the most intellectual book, but it'll <laughs> nah, be nah. real for sure. No, nah, that's dope. Yeah. All right, y'all. Thank yeah. you guys for listening. I hope you guys have a great week. Enjoy uh, this Monday, Killer Week, and we out. Appreciate you guys. Boom. <laughs>